Hi guys, welcome back to the Once You're In, You're In podcast. This is episode number 63. Um, we don't have a special guest on this week, but we are planning to next week. So Josh did say um, that he's, he's available next Thursday at 1.30. So next week, we're going to be coming at you with a uh, special guest episode, even though it's not that special because you know that it's going to be Mr. Crogan. Um, you didn't even reply, mate. I was like, yeah, mate, excited. You don't even care. I was at the football game, mate. I didn't see the yeah. message afterwards. We still could have said, yeah, I can't wait to have you on. Yeah, I can't wait to get Josh Crogan on. WNBF Pro. WNBF Pro. Yeah, Men's Physique Pro. 50, 49 weeks out. We can talk about his prep. Yeah, his plans for next year in Dubai. Yeah. We're I don't know if we anything away now. Yeah, exactly. Like with the, I don't know, if he, I'm guessing he's got his peak laid out. He's got everything already laid out. 49 weeks out, you have to. He's probably got his maintenance phase already prepped. He's, he's in that now. Oh, he is in his maintenance phase. So it is. So he's ran a maintenance phase since after prep last year. No, yeah, you've got to, otherwise you can't get lean. Yeah, he's going to be so sensitive and just responsive though, the second that prep starts and he actually starts to go into a deficit. So yeah, it'll be, uh, it'll be good to get Josh on. For people that are listening, Josh is like, I'd say very relatively similar to me and Finn. So if you like me and Finn and you're listening, wicked. If you don't, might not be the podcast for you, unfortunately. We'll do a uh, we'll do a questions box so you can ask Josh some questions. We'll if you can ask us some questions, but we'll say questions for the podcast and Josh. Yeah. And then we can get and we can see how he responds to the ones you're in your own pressure. And then I think in the long run, if one of us is away or just now and again we fancy having Josh on, he's welcome. If he doesn't fuck up next week. Next week's like his trial, basically. Yeah. And we'll remind him this in like the the pre the pre-recording lobby when we're having a chat beforehand. We'll be like, right, Josh, this is it, mate. He's got to impress. You better not stutter. You better act yourself. You better not try and be all funny and clever and try and throw us into the bush. You've got to, you've got to pretend that like everything we say is hilarious, and then you've just got to chip in when you can. So we'll see, we'll see how he goes because it's natural to us now. We've been doing this for so long. It's been over what a year and a half, I think, that we've been doing these now. Yeah, I had a guy in the gym yesterday. Um, he won't mind me mentioning his name. He'll probably be buzzing that I've mentioned him. To be fair, so it's called he's called Archie, Archie yeah. Wilson. He trains with you know Dan at Evo with the curly hair. Yeah, um, I spoke to him the other day. So he got me to spot him on the pendulum. And then like a few minutes later, he was like, oh, mate, I've been listening to the podcast. And I was like, oh, sound, mate. Like we had a chat about it. And then today he sent me um, like a clip from the podcast. So I don't know, it was quite a while ago, I think. Because he showed me like what episode he's on. He said he's started from the beginning. And yeah. um, the, the, the clip me and you were talking about when people come up to us and say, oh, like we like the podcast. And we were like, we almost find it a bit awkward. Like we say, oh, thank you. Like we don't know what else to say. Like, oh, thanks for listening. Like it's cool. Yeah. But you almost feel like you can't say anything much else other than, oh, thanks, mate. Like you want to have a proper conversation, but you can't. Um, and then we said something about like, oh, just like writing out an autograph, not saying anything, just writing out an autograph and giving it. Uh, and then he yeah. sent me that today on Instagram. He's like, where's my autograph? Because he obviously asked me yesterday about the podcast. Um, but yeah, like he's an, he's quite a nice guy to be fair. Um, but wait, what we were saying before that, mate, you just talk, stop, you start talking about Archie. You were like, yeah, yeah, you know, Archie. <laughs> no, because you mentioned it. Um, it's natural to us, been doing this for a year and a half. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that made me think about what episode we're on, and then he was showing me what episodes were on. He was on. Oh, what was it? I thought was, was this recent or was it long this time was ago? Yesterday. No, I mean the podcast he was listening to. Oh, yeah, that's what I mean, ages ago, I think, because I can't remember it. I so can't remember. Ages ago. He was on I don't, like, I don't really... remember half the stuff. Like, I'll have Beth 
you know, Sanaya's housemate, she told me literally earlier, she was like, oh, I was listening to your Arnold recap about this and that. And I was like, I can't even remember saying yeah. that. You know, she asked, she asked if she uh, if we actually met Ronnie. And I was like, yeah, yeah, we met him. Yeah, he was, we, we met weird. him. Why do you think we're taking out the Ebony Rose? Exactly. This she didn't we shouldn't realise that we're taking the piss out of that. So she was like, oh, did you actually ask him about Yeah Buddy Rose? And I was like, Yeah, of course. He told us to take him out. The amount of questions that I get about Yeah Buddy Rose. Like I get even my mum asked me. My mom, I'm on Instagram. I, I literally I was at my mum and dad's on Sunday. She could have had mm. all day to ask me. Monday morning, she messaged me like, What are Yeah Buddy Rose? Um and and did the crippled man tell you to take them out? <laughs> what? Let me find the message. <laughs> so my mum my mum's watched a documentary right on on ronnie apparently it's on netflix oh, yeah. um so when Crippled. when i posted about him on my story she put all oh, the crippled man uh, from the documentary the guy from the program she put um no, uh, anyway she asked me huh you added the crippled man you the said crippled man yeah that was that was just me so no 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 <laughs> what are yb rose the crippled man said so, yeah? That's what she asked me. <laughs> I thought, yeah. I'll explain next time I see you. This was Monday morning when I'd been with her all day Sunday. So I'll have to tell her next time I see her. Fuck it out. Yeah, buddy Rose. The crippled man said so, yeah? Yeah, yeah, the crippled man said so. We're taking over, mate. I feel like we're, we're, we're not, we can't really be pioneers of the yeah, buddy Rose because we're both not doing them anymore. But, yeah, so but I feel we're, like we're like trendsetters. So we've, what we've, we've done them. Now people are going to be doing them for months and then they'll be like, oh, my back started hurting. And we'll be like, yeah, why are you still doing Yeah, Buddy Rose? They're from like... <laughs> exactly. this, is, this is literally the reason why we took them out. We were absolutely fucked. Our hips are awful. And we've, got, like, we've still got clients doing them. And then when, when the client says, oh, mate, my hips are hurting, I go, well, yeah, it's your fault. You're doing Yeah, Buddy Rose. I didn't, I didn't tell you, even though they're programmed. <laughs> even though I literally ran the sheets, YB Rose. It's like, what do you, what do you expect? And the like, cue says, just fucking throw it. Just throw it about. Make it look as awful as you can. The cue is like, put your bed over row weight on and put two more plates on the side. <laughs> and then just just go for it. That's what Mine it is. just says, make this look as awful as, as possible. That's what it really? says in the cues, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Makes sense. So what? No eccentric, eccentric and a whole oh, there's no tempo for it, for a yeah, buddy rope. Just a yeah, is it the tempo for just yeah, buddy? It's just, it's just all crossed out, yeah. Yeah, that's what makes sense. We need to, we need to think about obviously we know um Andy Bewley, yeah buddy T Bar Rose, which I actually think yeah buddy T Bar Rose could be better than yeah buddy Rose because they're more safe and they're probably not as fun, but you can get a lot out of a YB. You know what I think? I have a theory, and it's not really a theory, but I think that your last set, either your entire last set. And it depends on the exercise, but either your entire last set or your last few reps of your last set on an exercise can be pretty yeah, buddy anyway. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Most that's things, not, not on everything. Yeah, yeah. not no. like on like a a squat or a leg press or anything like that. But on like a row, on most back movements, I would say. Yeah. On pretty, to be fair, pretty much just on back movements because you wouldn't do a yeah, yeah buddy rep on a chest press. Anything on a chest press. Anything that's like hard to get short or like so for example like a leg extension. You could easily do a few yeah buddy reps on a leg extension. Yeah. Not and just long as plus three YB. Yeah, exactly. You know, and then when your knees are fucked, don't come to us. Fuck off. We're not, we're not, we're not coming at you for the shockwave therapy bills. We need yeah. to fix the cell attendance. But then, like, I think especially for back. I think yeah. back's one of those where you can make it look so pretty and it's just like you never use any real significant load. 
But then I do yeah, still think yeah, there's but... a massive benefit to having those really pretty reps. Like, I don't yeah. think it should be that every rep you just throw in the weight about. Like, I think there's a, a mix almost. So like, yeah. let's say you do two sets or three sets, your final set might mm. be a bit heavier and the form's a little bit looser, but you're still performing it you know, safely and adequately. You're still connecting with the body part, but you're not being overly pretty with it. Yeah, well, the, the, the yeah, buddy rose. We actually we started and you started. It was the yeah, buddy reps on the lateral raise. That's what it, the, the the lateral raise. That's, was and that's yeah. right. You remember who started it? Thank you. Yeah. Give me the credit. You remember? Yeah, yeah. We did, Finn did some lateral raises, and then I remember where I was sat, and I remember even I was in my hair jumper. I remember because I literally looked to myself in the mirror and I had like tears rolling down. My- <laughs> Because Finn was literally like, he just looked at me in the mirror and just said, yeah, buddy. And then started swinging the dumbbells around. And then he was like, mate, that felt really good. And it was like, yeah, buddy reps. Yeah, yeah, buddy reps. That was where the yeah, buddy rep started. And then I think we added like a a bent over row. And we just started calling it a yeah, buddy row. So it was like, yeah, cool. Fair enough. Now it's a thing. Well, to be fair, no, it it initially was a team. It was a bent over row. And then as always with any bent over row, your form just becomes worse. (laughs) And it transitions into a yeah, buddy row. Honestly, mate, like, I feel like AJ is like the pioneer of the yeah, buddy row, right? I, I feel like we need to get him on board with it because I yeah. commented on it on the, he put that post on Natural BB Worldwide. I commented saying, you know, he was like, I don't even call it a, a bent over row. He said, I just call it a row. And I, yeah. said, and I said, mate, no, it's a yeah, buddy row. We we termed it and, and he didn't get back to me. He put a laughing face, but if he AJ should... starts saying it, mate, Everybody's going to be saying it. We need to get yeah. AJ's lucky though because he you, you can apply like AJ Morris execution tax on. Yeah, all he does get yeah. AJ Morris tax to be fair. Yeah, because everybody just looks at AJ and goes, "Oh wow, his form's mm. immaculate," and his bent over rows have always been pretty dire. But that's oh, fine. It's not a bent over row. No, it's it's a bent a, over row. Yeah, but it is a yeah buddy row. It is yeah. it's the biggest yeah buddy row I've ever seen in my life. But but people it think matter. it's bent over row. People think it's an immaculate bent over row. <laughs> yeah. you know, tell you if, you, if, AJ films, if AJ films that from the side, right, or from the back, I'm telling you guys, like, these people that think his form's immaculate are going to be, are going to be massively shocked. And I would, this isn't us taking the piss out of AJ. AJ knows that it's not a, it's not a bent over row. AJ's strong. AJ's got a great back. Like, he can do whatever the fuck he wants. No one gives a shit. But that is a yeah buddy if, if you're unsure what one is we give a shit when it in relation to us being benefited by him being another pioneer of the yeah buddy row so AJ we care about you telling everybody it's a yeah buddy row I'd love to see that if he just posted like on natural bodybuilding worldwide you know he did one of those reels and he was like right guys um, this is the yeah buddy row termed by Finn Kelly and Reese Pearson I'll give you a bit of credit mate I mean I termed it but I'll let you join it okay thanks thanks for that Mate, so what, we'd be famous. The, the fucking Google Forms coming in, it'd be like ah. <laughs> not not for me, mate. I get. I'd be there. People like we wouldn't be able to share, mate. You'd be able to say you. You wouldn't be able to tag me on yeah. any of them. They'd just ble- they'd bleep it out. Anybody yeah. that enhanced, it's like a swear word. Yeah, exactly. You wouldn't be able. Like I've noticed, he doesn't even reply to my comments anymore. Bless him. Like cheers, AJ. Yeah, it's like, he doesn't even like my photos. He's not allowed to be associated with you. No, exactly. So, yeah, even he, I went for a fist bump at the UK DFBA and he just aired me. I was like, oh, <laughs> thanks. This, these things didn't happen. We, we, we love it. Just a ghost. Uh, AJ, get on with the, the yeah, buddy row. Honestly, if, if he said it, if he was like, right, this is what I'm going to call it. Well, actually, I'd be pissed off if he said that. Cause I'd be like, no, we've called it that. But if he was like, right, I'm going to term it as this. 
mate, it'd be all over the place. Yeah. More than what we've done. We've almost like we've crawled so someone else can run with it. Like yeah. we've put in the, the foundation, we've, we've put in the groundwork. We've primed, we've run a priming phase Mate, with the end of the road. This could be our legacy. We... Yeah. When this we could die, yeah. like people will be doing Yebody Rose for centuries and they'll be going, I wonder why it's called that. And then they'll look back and they'll go, Oh, these two lads called it. No, they'll look back and go, Oh, Roddy Colburn. And then these people technically took the piss out of a crippled man. No, no, it'll all be us, mate. It'll all be us. People will know exactly. People won't even know Ronnie Coleman in 100 years, but they'll know us and they'll know what we, we mentioned. We made it up. They'll know this podcast. Right, come on, we need to get on with questions because I've got some from last week and we need to be done for bang on half two. Yes. How has your week been though, mate? Mate, I don't, I've just said we need to get on with the questions. No yeah, how has your week been, been? It's been I don't great. Have no- yeah, okay, cool. Fair How's enough. Been? Sound, mate. Yeah. yeah. Anything to report? Uh, I'm just shredded and enjoying reversing out, mate. Okay, fair enough. I'm deloading currently. My body is battered. Because you you told me you're taking time off to be a TikToker. I didn't say this. So I don't get this. I literally said before we started record, Finn, what the fuck was your story about yesterday? Because Finn put a story up saying Reese is being a TikToker. So what, I'm going to Marbella for a week. Hey, oh, that's what it is. I said to you on Tuesday, I was like, right, see you tomorrow for, for the session at Evo. And you said, oh, I, I can't, mate. I said, what do you mean you can't? He said, I'm being a TikToker. <laughs> and I said, what? He said, I'm being a TikToker. I've got to make content. <laughs> I have loaded on TikTok since Monday. Mate, I've, I've got 47,500 followers on TikTok. I reckon once I hit that 50, do you reckon my protein are going to be in my DMs? Or like, I reckon my protein... I'm, su- I'm surprised, honestly. 50k followers. You're too quite... big for my protein. They like people that look like they're not on gear. Yeah. They, yeah, they like that sort of in between, like, hot, like fake natty sort of look. Yeah. You know, where like, you've got all right delts. Yeah, I don't know about that, mate. All right delts, like a few veins, but you're small, you know, and you're like almost like a bit of a pretty boy. That's in my I protein. Don't, I don't have a few veins. No, no, exactly. Why the hell do they sponsor Jamie then? What does Jamie do? Like, James Smith's fit. Yeah, he's just, he's just, uh, literally, he's a crossfitter now. He hasn't got any of those attributes. Yeah, I know. He hasn't got, he's good looking, though, isn't he? He's quite, I don't think he's, he's not, he's not even good looking. You don't think James is good looking? Nah, mate. Uh, Tell him every Tuesday on his check in, he's pretty good looking, to be fair. Every single week. Every single week, mate. Hey, mate, thanks for this week's check in. You're really good looking. Uh, Let's carry on with the rest of it. Uh, no, that's what it is. And then this and this week is just like right, we're adding in more crossbody cable. Yeah, thing. I'm telling mate. I'm, well, he might be listening to this. I'm disappointed in him. What, yeah. did I, what did I message you? I thought he wanted to compete the fucking lemon. I think I. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't told Jamie this, but this is basically Finn's reaction. So we we went out for a meal with Jamie and Matthew after Matthew competed, and Jamie was there like, oh yeah, I'd like to compete. I'd like to do it one day. I reckon I could. And Jamie could, and it wouldn't surprise me. Mm. Jamie would. He actually. wasn't really saying it then, but I remember like a few weeks or months down the line, you said that he'd probably spoken yeah. about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it was like a week or two after because I asked him like, "What do you reckon?" He was like, "Yeah, I think I could." But the thing is with Jamie, he's a lovely lad, but he's very like he's almost a bit like a butterfly where he likes he like floats to one thing, then something else. Like we we did some powerlifting. He'll be he'll ne- I have no doubts next year he'll be wanting to get lean and he'll be on it with let's say bodybuilding, emphasize training. And the thing is with Jamie is he's so less like low stress. He just does things he enjoys. So right now, like we're running some like functional like borderline sort of like hybrid sort of like athlete approach and it's quite it's quite good fun he's doing like muay thai two or three times a week doing a bit of cv 
food's at the baseline, he's enjoying his training sessions and he feels good as a result of that. So, yeah, even though we've lost him to the functional side. We've lost him. We've lost Another him. brother's gone. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Another one's gone. But uh, but no, I've, it, 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 it's quite cool with how Jamie is. But it wouldn't surprise me if, let's say, come next year or the year after, he's like, oh, yeah, I want to do a men's physique show and it'll be something that you'd want to prioritise. But yeah, I quite like that sort of approach. I think if I wasn't as serious, yeah. I would do things, you know, that are like, oh, I, some I said the same thing to, to Ben. So, like, to Ben Mitchum. Like, he's never once said that he wants to compete. And he basically just said to me, like, oh, mate, I think I want to, you know, basically just do do this i want to focus a bit more on just general health doing a bit more sport i was like mate that's awesome i was like you know, change is a good thing like i think people get worried about change they think change is a bad thing it's like oh i'm really scared to change something but like change obviously if the goal is bodybuilding change isn't good you need to keep no. doing the same thing over and over and over if the goal isn't bodybuilding like, there's nothing wrong with trying something new trying different programs trying different you know goals different sort of you know avenues to go down because how do you know you might you might find something that you love or you might hate it in which case you think all oh, right i don't like that you don't have to keep doing it like but yeah i think a lot of people are worried they're going oh maybe i'm going to jump on this bandwagon it's like well if you've not got any competitive goals really give it a go see how see how you get on if you don't like it you can revert back like, there's nothing wrong with that yeah, exactly i think a lot of people nowadays with like social media pressure stuff like that like how many sports did you start as a kid like how many times did you try something different and you go, oh, sick, I actually quite like that sport. Or you do a session or two and you go, that was not for me. Yeah. But I think a lot of times nowadays with social media pressure, how it is, it's almost where like your path in life should be almost like... Yeah, I think it's like an age, an age thing. Like people at 20 odd, they don't want to try new things because like, oh, this is what I do. Yeah, exactly. It's it's like, like if you enjoy it and you do well, great. Yeah. But if you don't, try something else. Yeah, exactly. And if you don't enjoy that, sound you might try something else and you know there's probably a sport i bet like i said we were to try every single sport if we were to downsize and be like relatively healthy joint wise we would try different sports together i bet there'd be some sports that we'd go that's fucking awful what the hell and there'd be other sports we'd go you know what i'd actually do that a few times a week mm. i played basketball a few times when i was like late teens at like a club and i actually thought this is quite cool i could imagine yeah. me doing you know i was awful but i think i quite like that skill progression of wanting to get better and that's not to say I'm going to become a fucking basketball player, but like it's one of those where if I was to yeah, stop, if, if yeah, you know, when you're not yeah. doing competitive bodybuilding, like yeah. if I wasn't doing competitive bodybuilding, I'd be playing football probably two, three uh, times a week. And, and com- competitive bodybuilding, like you competitive. Mate, I'm, I'm going to be competitive next year. Know, yeah, see, com- mate, this is why my mindset's so shit because of you, you just fucking put me down all the time. And then I look at myself and I go, oh, I look like shit. And then... Hey, just do what other people do. Train with people who are like a lot worse than you. You'll feel really yeah, good. Yeah, I know. I probably <laughs> should. I can't find anyone. <laughs> Looking around. The I've tried, that. mate. I've tried. Oh. I even went to Pure Gym. No one. Everyone's better than me there. Yeah, everyone. Oh, well. Next right, year, mate. Come on. Let's get on. Let's step up, mate. Right, we'll get through the questions, okay? I've got um, some good ones. This is actually a really good one. I'm pretty sure we didn't do this. I'm pretty sure these four came through after I... <laughs> After we finished, this is from Oren, um, fantastic listener of the podcast. Outside training and nutrition, how would you rank the five, the next five most important variables? We didn't we've do answered, that, did we? Oh, we've answered this before, but like one of the first few podcasts, I remember this. Okay, we, so training and nutrition, put those aside. The next one would definitely be sleep. Yep. The next five most important sleep. 
I mean, are we saying nutrition as a whole in terms of like nutrient oh, timing? Yeah. Right, let's just say there's no training on nutrition. Yeah, training nutrition. So anything training nutrition is perfect. That's a magic. Sleep would definitely be the next one. You're not thinking mentality. Like you're mentally, if you're like you and you just have self doubt and you're a massive pussy. What about like your this, circle? Uh, I think your circle. I'd say mentality is probably more important than sleep, if I'm honest. If you're going in and you've had like, let's say, three hours sleep, you're like, I'm fucking getting after it today. No. Or you've had seven hours, instead of seven hours 30, and you've had seven hours 28, and you're like, two minutes under. I think if, if you look at it from an extreme, yeah. So if you look yeah. at it going, oh, you're an absolutely extreme going into sessions, like not, not even putting any effort in. But training, if you could include training. He said training and nutrition outside of that. So I would say sleep, because if you're getting three hours sleep, you're not going to be making much progress, no matter how good your mentality is. Yeah. Sleep, then mentality, then stress management, which you could include yeah. in mentality. Your circle. Your red circle emoji, that's important. Yeah, so important that. Um, Could we say app like adherence? Is that going to be one? Because that's going to be massive. Yeah, but again, if training and nutrition is on it, you would assume adherence is within that. It's like there's not five other things, really. There is yeah, if like, you go right, if you nitpick. Yeah, you would, when you're nitpicking, yeah. it's within training. You could look at mentality, but then you could also look at application, like how well are you applying yourself in other areas, you know, and like consistently adherence. So many things. So right. many buzzwords. Yeah, exactly. So things that people don't really need to worry about, but people do, you know? To be fair, that, that is actually quite a good take home from that question. Like if you're training in nutrition's bang on, get your sleep bang on and you're probably all right. Yeah. And you don't be a pussy. Like yeah. There's not going to be another four or five variables that you need to stress about, to be honest. Yeah, I do agree. Right. Catherine said, what will it take to get the once you and you're in boys over to America? So Catherine's an American client. And I said to her, give us a place to stay and pay for our flights and we'll be there before you know it. Yeah. <laughs> simple as that. Yeah, simple. I was like, we will literally be there. If you give us a place to stay and you, you pay for our flights, we'll be there before you know it. Yeah. I'd, I'd be happy to go to America. Yeah, we'll be fine. She she works she runs and she works in a gym, so I'm hoping she can sort us out some day passes. Oh yeah, so, I'm not paying for one thing when I'm there. No, 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 Catherine. If you literally look after us and prep our meals, it'll be a long week. trip as well. That's a long flight, so I'm not just coming for a few days. Like I want in a couple of weeks. A couple of weeks. That's that's the minimum. So right, let's let's put our demands like a contract. Ten on. days to two weeks. Ten ten days to two weeks, Catherine. We want everything paid First for. class. First class. First class everything. We want to be picked up, ideally by yourself or somebody that we know. Yeah, you know, you've got to travel over to pick us yeah. up and take us back. And then yeah. you've got to drop us off as well. Then you've got to fly back on your own. Yeah. I actually, I sent her a voice note because we this came through after we did, um, after the podcast to finish. And I sent her a voice note after, like a few days ago with form feedback. And I said, oh, sorry, but I haven't got back to your question. I'll ask Finn on the podcast. But I was like, we, we've spoke about it before. And it's something that we should do. It would be awesome. The problem is I actually don't know exactly. I think she, some, somewhere Ville, and she sent me her address when I sent her a t-shirt. But the uh, problem is in America, if we were to go somewhere, it's not like, oh yeah, I'm in America. Let's meet up and- Oh, it, massive, it, isn't it? Yeah, it's ridiculous. So, I'd yeah. like to go and actually spend like a few, uh, at least a few weeks or months there, so you can actually go and see different places. Like, yeah, I would because I think for that that length of a flight, I wouldn't want to go for like four days and be like, oh yeah, I had a few days in New York and that was it. Yeah. I, I'd like oh, kind of want to spend more time there and actually see everything or see more. 
Yeah, I do agree. I do agree. Um, yeah, I also got asked, mate, never see Finn again or no YB Rose. <laughs> what a question. That's easy. Yeah. YB Rose are out anyway. YB Rose <laughs> aren't good for you, mate. They're bad. They're dangerous. Yeah, they're dangerous. Anybody doing YB Rose is just stupid. Clancy stupid, mate. Even if we're programming them. But don't, don't not adhere. Don't not adhere. Uh, this is from Aria. So this is related to the Yeah Buddy Rose. Do you put... Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck is a Yeah Buddy Row? Is it a joke or an exercise? And then she put, don't read this if I sound like a retard. Now, I don't think you're allowed to use that word anymore. I don't think you're allowed to use that anymore. Yeah, so... It's not really a very nice word. So are we going to say mentally ill? I'm going to say mentally challenged? Uh, like... yeah, we'll, say, we'll say, don't read this if I sound like a lemon. Yeah, that's the, the word. Sorry lemon. to any lemons out there, if that offends any lemons. Yeah, exactly. And we can't specify what a retard is. So no, we can't even apologise because nobody's retarded. It's not It's not a word. Can't we say that. But yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, buddy, Romeo, what is it? Like, it's not a joke. I don't know why she's saying... It's, it's not a joke. joke. It's the opposite of a joke. It's serious. It's not a joke. Yeah, it's a very serious <laughs> A very serious... It's probably the most serious exercise. If you don't perform it well, you will die. It's not <laughs> bad. Yeah. Yeah, you will be. You will probably be disabled. Like if you don't do it correctly. Basically, so yeah. Uh, matter. What it is, Aria, is it's a bent over row, but with just horrendous execution. So yeah. that's what it is. If you if you're unsure, just go on and watch AJ Morris's recent row videos. <laughs> yeah. What's what's the worst? What's the worst? Yeah, buddy, row you've seen? Was it my four plate one? Do you remember that? Your four weeks? plate was pretty bad. My own mate. My own yeah, buddy, rows. I got done by the four police twice. Only once for Yebody Rose, once for Dumbbell Rose. That's not a Yebody Rose. Really weren't that bad. No, but Dumbbell Rose were fine. It's just a low rep set. Yeah, those the, the barbell row was shit. Like but those that. Dumbbell Rose, mate, were so much better than what we did Rose recently. Like, which is funny. Yeah. Because those Dumbbell Rose, they weren't amazing, but they weren't like, mate, my, do you remember my 70 Dumbbell Rose? Fucking hell. Like, wait, <laughs> shocking. Absolutely shocking. I still stood up. <laughs> Jesus Christ, I got lucky that I never got busted for them. Yeah, you did. Yeah. Um, I might as well quickly go through the others because these are just like stupid ones. This is from Hugo, who I used to coach. He put, no more morning scale pick and a crying face. I told you people cared, mate, about the morning yeah. scale. So I did say to Reese when I got back from my holiday, I just decided I'm not going to do it anymore. So do apologize to everybody who really followed along. Scale lovers. I've done it for like three, four years probably. I've done it for ages. I did it even way before prep. Or did I do it maybe like before I started prep? Either way, I've done it for a long time. Um, but yeah, I just thought, I don't need to do this anymore. Like, come on, Finn, grow up. That's what I thought. Yeah. I'm fed I, got, up with it. I, I did it towards the latter end of prep last year. And I got messages like afterwards when I like stopped doing it daily. I used to do a daily one with like a daily summary of what the plan of action was. And I've had like, not recently, but when, coming out of prep, I had loads of messages like, please, mate, continue with this. And I'm like, no, because it yeah. literally... The exact same food. That's it. There's a time and a place yeah. for it. Like, yeah. especially yeah. if you've actually got like something to write about it. And like, obviously, yeah. day to day, like your body weight does, you know, it, it actually holds uh, some level of importance in the last few days of a prep or the last few weeks. Yeah. But like peak off season, whether you're half a pound up or whatever, it's like, it doesn't really matter. No, it's not going to be like, right, guys, I'm half a pound up. I'm now going to change to what I'm going to do, or yeah. oh, I've dropped by half a pound, instantly going to add more food. It's you don't have to be as reactionary in the gaining phase. It's literally just going to be, oh, cool, my body weight was up today, right? My body weight was down the following day, whatever it is. I kind of did it, I, I, I did it, and I first started doing it just to show like that level of consistency, I guess, and like just for part of my routine as well. And then I always had my weigh ins on my 
archive if I ever forgot to log in with my sheets. So yeah. now I have to be more accurate and log in with my sheets straight away when I got my laptop. Otherwise, I forget. Makes sense. Final Makes sense. one, Leo Woods. Will you two be using the new best hack in the game at the hashtag Mecca? We, that's a fantastic question there. Yeah, we, we said, we were stood there and we both went, mate, you heard about that hack? And you were like, yeah. And I was like, apparently it's the best hack in the game. It is the best. No, apparently about it. No, it's the best hack I've ever used. That's what I, every single person who's jumped on it has said. You have to come up and say, it's the best hack I've ever used. And it's weird that it's always a new bit of kit that's just the best that they've ever used. It's really strange how like every new bit of kit is always the best. And then after like two or three months, nobody uses it. Like I always find, and then there's something else. I don't think pop. anybody's used the Jim Lecco leg press for about six months. Yeah, yeah they came in. I'd never like, see anybody on it. No, it's like this is the best leg press. It is actually quite. I actually like that leg press. To be fair, I don't think it's a bad leg press. I don't think it's a bad leg press. I've always said it's very average. Like it's just a sound leg press. You know, it's cool, but it's because it's something like people jump on something. It's a bit different, and the the bits of kit that they get at the Mecca, a hashtag Mecca, fuck so. They're, they're all sound. Let everyone down. No one knows what the mecca is. But <laughs> yeah, it's they're sound bits of kit. It's not like they're picking up bad bits of kit, but it doesn't have to be as extreme as like this is the best leg press. Yeah. The it's best. Like it's it's the same though. Like it's the world we live in, isn't it? Like we always yeah. say, like on social media, it's all about like standing out. And if you go, this is the best hack ever, or this is the best exercise, or this is the best meal for building muscle, like. People go, oh, really? I need to do that. I need uh, to have that. Yeah, it's just it's just terminology to catch attention. Yeah, I do agree. So yeah, part of it. But no, um, we haven't used it. We don't have a squat variant in. I can't imagine I'll use it. It's very small. I don't think it looks. It looks very steep. I don't really think it looks like a good bit of kit. If I was in a gym and I didn't like, if I didn't, I've never seen that machine and I had multiple hacks. I wouldn't hop on it. I don't think just based on how it looks. No, I know what you mean, but. but- we said, didn't we? It'd be good in a small gym because it doesn't take up much yeah. room. Yeah, exactly. Once you're in, you're in gym. Coming soon. Fire gym. Fire gym. Yeah. Fi for Finn, Re for Reese for people wondering. I've got an itchy yeah. eye, mate. Oh, wonder what you've been getting in your eye, mate. That's what yeah. it is. Um, careful. Probably right. lavender, um, lavender pillow spray that I've got. Fair enough, mate. Well, I actually mate. bought it for Shannon's birthday, but kind of for me. Fair enough, man. Yeah, good, good stuff. I'm getting tonight. It's Nye's birthday in 13 days, and her main present is a present for for me as well. So you know, think smart, not no. Think smart, not. Oh, you going on holiday? holiday. Mm, no, not really. Holiday is always a good one because you get the present. Yeah, I'm tempted. I'm tempted to say, yeah, we'll do something in like December, but then we're going away in December to to Norfolk for my birthday, and it's almost like awkward times. Maybe next month, and I don't, I don't really know. I have a think. But her main present that she's getting, she's getting a few different things. I'm not going to say it. I will, I'll tell you afterwards, but it's a good idea. I don't really not... care, mate. Okay, don't worry, mate. I won't tell you then. Um, we've got another one from cams.fitness. He's a, he, he asks a lot of questions. Is it a win if you're the only one in your category, not your first time competing? And this is a fantastic coach to ask because Finn seems to only get people with nobody else in their category. It's Maddie and Jack, you know. That's it, mate. I spoke about this last week, though. We said it with Jack. Like, there were people that were supposed to do Jack's show. So it is still a win, like, because it's not easy to get on stage. I think also if you look really good, like, that obviously does kind of makes the win a bit better. But, yeah, I, I it's, it's frustrating, but you still have to get on stage. You still have to do the prep. You've not put in any less work because there's no one else there. So 
Yes, I would say. Yeah, I want to power back up against people. Sorry, guys, we we got cut off by Zoom. Um, should we just go on to the next question, mate? Yeah, go for it, mate. So this is this is quite funny actually because I, I've done a draft post on Instagram, right? And I've already done the caption. Like I'll do that whenever I get a few minutes spare, like when I'm doing like cardio in the morning or like last night was actually when I was uh, walking home from the car park. But anyway, this kind of it does relate to it. But you know, Lawrence lifts. Yeah, yeah, big Lawrence lifts. This this one is for big thinner. But have you yeah, ever? Lawrence, thanks, mate. <laughs> yeah, right. I might as well. My might as well not even invited me for this. Yeah, but it is. It is for me. Right? Have you ever considered okay. doing MPD, men's physique? Think <laughs> think you'd do really well. Because <laughs> you got shit legs. Massive backhanded compliment there. Cheers, mate. Um. Yeah, so basically in the post, I actually put at the end, I actually look all right if I hide my legs, maybe I should do men's physique. I've not posted it yet, but it's quite weird that I like wrote that out last night. Yeah. So yeah, so Lawrence. Men's... Lawrence, mate. Yeah, I have thought about it, Lawrence. <laughs> Mr. Lips. Mr. Lips. <laughs> Mr. Lips. Uh, no, if, if you're taking the piss, mate, fair play, that was quite w- w- well worded. If you're not taking the picture, I don't think you are. No. Like, you are. No, 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 I don't think he is, no. Either way, mate, you're right. My legs are wank and I probably would do better in men's physique. But I want to I want to be better in bodybuilding. So I'm gonna focus on improving in bodybuilding rather than just going, oh my legs are shit. I'll just go into men's physique. Let's say a few years down the line, if my legs are still really, really shit, no matter what I'm doing, I might just think, fuck it, they're they're, they're not gonna grow. Synthol it is. Synthol <laughs> enhanced it is. That's what it is. Fair enough, mate. I don't think your legs are like horrendous. I think if you were to get peeled, you'd probably go, my yeah. legs are shit. No, mate, not amazing. But I don't think legs in an off season are so hard to gauge. And unless you've got really, really good shape, they always look pretty shit until you're peeled. And then you realize, oh, I need a lot more muscle. But I don't think your legs would be like awful. You wouldn't have the worst legs on stage. You didn't have the worst legs on stage when you competed last time. They weren't shocking. They just need more muscle, which they still do. But I wouldn't be saying like your legs are that bad to a point where I'd be saying I'll oh, do mentally. Your calves are awful. Your calves are really bad. But your actual quads and hams aren't shocking. Calves are good. What are you on about? No, mate. They're not. They're really bad. Mate, my calves are sound. Oh, I don't know about this. This is you're smiling through the pain. This is this is what you're like when I go like, mate, your abs are shit. And you go, nah, nah. No. No, I, go, I go, mate, your front delts. You go, nah, nah, my front nah, delts. Nah, my front delts are sick. Mate, my abs are awful. My abs are absolutely shocking. They're getting better, but they're, they're, they're very ah, See, there you go. They're getting better. Stop kidding yeah, yourself, mate. Better. Stop kidding yourself. Your abs are shit. Okay. They, <laughs> you have to talk down upon me. At least I'm not going to put up a thing about mentality and winning shows and stuff like that, Finn. Come on, get a grip, mate. I didn't How win shows. Like, you're like 25, you're 20, and you've got the mentality of like a defeated 16-year-old. This is the step up, the step up physically and mentally. We expect better from you. You're supposed Mate, to be a coach. You know, I am. I am, uh, I'm, what's the word? Relatable. What, just because you're not very good? No, because I'm, I'm actually honest and I'll speak about how I'm feeling, whereas you're like, oh, I'm the fucking best. And you're massively arrogant about it. And then you get beat in two thirds of your shows. Yeah, I know exactly. At least I did three shows, mate. You did one and then pulled yeah, out of breath. Fucking COVID, mate. 
even just like things like with Niall, for example, like I know for a fact that Niall's prep is, is going to go well. Like I have no doubt in my mind at all because I know how he is. I know how he works. I know how he manages a diet. Like I know the work and effort that he's put into build the muscle that he has. Like we've had the goals set out for years now or like since he started like well over a year, like things like that. Like obviously you never know things could come up. He could get ill or get injured or something, but like you can put everything in place. Whereas like, you get someone who, let's say three months before prep, they, they sign up and they're like, oh, I want to compete next year. Yeah, like now, yeah. for example, like clients sign up now, like I'm trying to say to them, like, look, you either need to wait or right now we need to like pull back so I can see how you are in a diet. And then we need to basically probably do that for at least maybe five, six weeks and yeah. treat it as if it's a prep. Then we can reverse out for three, four, five months and then we can prep because otherwise I don't want to go into a prep if I've never gone through a diet with you. Because it's yeah. not, I've, I've learned that this year. It's not, it's not going to be good. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. It's a good thing to take from 2022. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. This is a great question, right? This is probably going to blow your mind, mate. Your little mind. You ready? Yeah. <laughs> ready. So this is from Butcher's Wet Dream. Okay. Is it about an... my bald head. Huh? About my bald head that's not bald. No, 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 no. Is an orange called an orange because it's orange? Or is orange called orange because an orange is orange? Okay. Um, the actual fruit like is called an orange because it's of the colour that the orange is. Like, yeah, yeah. So orange, the colour was initiated first. They looked at it and she went, oh, yeah, sounds, that's an orange. It's Do you think color. that the fruit came first or the colour? Because I know you're saying colour, but I'm thinking... They would have came collectively, but there would have had to have been good. a tree for the orange to spawn, and therefore the colour would have already been in the world. I do so, agree. I think that the colour orange will have been there first. Yeah, so it's not blowing my, my pea brain, has it? Orange. See, my, orange, my orange brain hasn't blown it. See, I've answered that very well. I'm quite proud of myself there. Well done, mate. Cheers, man. Thanks. See you sweating. You were like, when I said yeah. it, you're like, fuck. You got, halfway, you got halfway into the second part, and I was like, I have no idea what's happening. <laughs> <laughs> when I read it the first time, I was like, what the fuck is he on about? That's what I mean. That's hard to answer. Right. Um, so, Finn, and we got asked by Musa. So, a new startup, done very well so far. Um, he's asked, if you couldn't get an M2 or an M3, what car would you have gotten after you go far? We're going to spin it around. Finn, what car would Whenever you get? Mum buys it. <laughs> Whatever. My mum decides. My mum just goes out and for getting a new car. I go, yeah, sound. Yeah, it's like, mum, I can't wait to post it on Instagram. Yeah, that, like I'm the one who's worked hard for the last three years to, to get it. No, thanks. My mum. It's all my mum. No, Finn. What would you go for, mate? Come on. Cause Told you, I don't know. When I, when I, after I've got a house, I'm going to yeah. buy a, I'm going to buy a nice car. And I'm going to get you to just tell me what to buy. So what you want price? What what are you thinking though? Four by four? You thinking like a family car? You thinking car similar to what you've got already, like a saloon? You think maybe a hatchback? You want to go to a hatchback? But what are you thinking? Something cool, mate. Fair enough. Something cool. Any design that you like? Like any any? Come on, you got you got to have like do you like an Audi? Do I quite like? like the big Teslas, you know. Really? Mm. So you you'd go for a Tesla? I don't know. I quite like the big Teslas. I do like Audis as well. My dad always had Audis when I was growing up. Yeah, yeah. Doesn't that not bring back some bad thoughts of your dad, you know, as a kid? And he used to bend me over in the back seat. Yeah. I mean, that didn't happen. (laughs) God, I I love Audis. Audis are amazing. Audis got some great memories. (laughs) (laughs) Like wiping away the tears. 
I don't know. If obviously I don't like at the minute, it's not my goal. Like, and I'm not that interested in cars. Like when me and Shannon get a house, it's probably going to be the next thing that I'm like, all right, cool. I'm going to get a nice car because I work really hard and I deserve to have nice things. So I probably will get a good car, but for the time being, the Insignia, mate, fucking class. Although it it felt like a lorry when I drove it after driving that Fiat 500. It felt massive. It was weird, mate. It will do. It will do. But to answer your question, Moose and I probably would have got maybe like an RS, RS3, potentially. I'd like an RS6 one day, but my next one's like a black Porsche, like a big Porsche. Like I say big Porsche, like a sporty Porsche. AJ Morris Porsche. No, hey, not, not, trying not, to be AJ. not a 911. Not a 911. I wouldn't want a 911. I'd want like a Taken Turbo S or a Panorama. They um, are pretty cool, those ones. I saw one of those yesterday. You know, no, one that we saw like in Ireland. Yeah, fuck yeah. The only problem is they're electric. So they don't sound like there's no beans to them, which is annoying. Mm. But yeah, I don't know really. An RS3, uh, maybe like a, an Audi S5. No, I don't really know. Yeah. I'm not too sure, to be fair. It was literally an M2 or M3 or nothing, to be fair, mate. Like I'm trying to think off the top of my head if anything else was in line with what I'd be wanting. I liked Focus RSs when I was a kid, but I had a Fiesta um, Z-Tech S as my first car. So that ticked off like my one for like a Ford hatchback that was all right speed, but it was the first car, but it was 140 horsepower. So, yeah, I'm not too sure. Musa, what car would you recommend if it wasn't them to run through? That I want, I'll let me know what you would have gone for in the same sort of price bracket. All right, this is from Taylor M. White, one of my clients. Um, I think this might be one of the first questions he's asked for the podcast. So I hope you're good, mate. Uh, mindset prior to training and how you spend your rest in between sets. Well, Finn just, Finn's a coach nowadays, so he just sits on fucking WhatsApp constantly. Mate, you know for a fact that I don't. Mate, you do go on, for a fact that I don't. You do go on WhatsApp a lot more, I'd say, than you because I I I try I do not I do not I literally log my phone on my I log my numbers on my phone. That's it, really. It the only song. time because I have WhatsApp notifications on is mm. if a, a prep client messages me with like an something that needs answering immediately, and very rarely it does. But yeah. I very very rarely will go on WhatsApp or do any work. I guess outside of like filming and posting content yeah that makes sense but um mindset prior to training yeah i generally we do we similar uh, like we do similar don't we we work on the way to the gym until like maybe five or ten minutes before and then we'll put some music on and then when i'm on the treadmill so i'll go i'll do like 10 minutes of steps before the session i'll have music on Um, i'll have a look at what the session is i'll have a look at what my previous numbers are and then I'll go and do mobility work and then go and get after the session. I feel like in the past, like I would have, we've spoken about this before, like obsessed more about having to be like optimally switched on for the session. But if anything, like you can just put too much pressure on it. And then you're like, you you end up psyching yourself out before you're even in the session thinking, am I as aroused as I was last week? Am I, yeah. as, is everything the same? Like if you think like that, you're already sort of putting yourself in that, that position where you're questioning whether something could go wrong. Like instead, I just make sure that my routine is nailed. I'm, I'm not going to go in with less sleep or changing food or anything like that. And then just make sure that I am in a position where I, I, I'm almost more like calm and confident than, you know, getting yeah. like getting aggressive for a set. I'm, I'm more so sort of going into it confidently, knowing that I'm nailing everything that, you know, there's no reason that I shouldn't still be progressing and getting a lot out of that exercise. 
Yeah, no, I'm the same. It's like, I remember I used to have to, when I was like, probably a few years ago, I'd have to tell myself over and over, you're going to get this, you're going to get this, is what you're going for. And I now just go in with like that unwavering sort of mindset of like, there's not a single thing I haven't controlled. So there's not a single doubt in my mind that I'm going to. And it's just a case, I think. Going, well, like, right, cool, I'm turning up. Yeah, you know? we've gone into sets before, like I have to get this amount of reps. Whereas now it's like, I have to get the most out of this set. Yeah, Even exactly. if you match or regress or you've gone heavier or you've gone lighter, you've reset it, whatever. Like you, the goal is to get the most out of that set whether or not it progresses from a number standpoint or not, if you keep getting the most out of that set every single week, like relentlessly, you're going to be growing, you're going to be progressing in the long term. That like even if that doesn't mean that you're not going and going to have to get this amount of reps, because often when you do that, that's when your form starts to drop off and you realise that and then you're having to reset all the time anyway. But yeah, rest in between sets. Generally, I will look at my last set because I film most of my sets. So I'll look at the last set. I'll assess it. I'll probably clip the video down to like a format that I'll either post or post on my story, uh, make sure that I'm recovered and ready for the next set and then have put, put some music on and, and go again. Yeah. Pretty much that. Good answer, mate. Um, right. Uh, have you ever been ghosted by a client before? Yeah, probably. Yeah. I think it's part of it. You realise, like, I've had something... I can't remember. I'm trying to think recently. Yeah, I've had one recently. And it was a case where um, I think the individual actually listens to the podcast. So if you're listening, mate, I've got absolutely nothing against you, but I think it's more so a sign, a sign of, like, maturity and how someone deals and communicates. If someone wants to cancel and they were to, let's say, uh, want to A up, is that Beth Fitness? Oh, my God, Beth Fitness. Beth, you're on, Beth, you're on the podcast. We can see you in the background. Talk oh, about shit. football. Yeah, 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 yeah. We can see you in the background. Beth, she watched the last one. Do you want to say hi? Do you want to say hello? There we are. Hi, guys. Hi, Finn. You okay? Hi, you all right? Yeah, good, thank you. Yeah, good, thank you. Right, oh, so, mate, Phil Foden um, is an absolute legend. Oh, yeah, don't talk about football. <laughs> Beth, she, she hates football. She switches off. not allowed to talk about switches it. Switches off the second we start talking about football. But no, um, right, I've got myself sidetracked because Beth came in. What was the what were we talking so about? Basically, mate? people that uh, clients that ghost you. You were saying yeah. that the guy that's done yeah. it recently. Yeah. So there was an individual who, like, if a client was to cancel, like, every, we've got to understand from a coaching perspective. We we know, mate, coaching's a luxury. Like finances, availability of time. It's a it's an input of time upon the client and the coach, and then also an investment of money from the the, the client. If that relationship isn't working through whatever reason or it's not going to be in line with someone continuing, then fair enough, people cancel. Like me and Finn will have plenty of individuals cancel for some terms that where we'll probably go, that's actually a good thing. Or sometimes we're like, oh, that's a shame. It's part of it. It's part of paying for a service. It's like where not everybody's going to be able to consistently stick towards a coach as part of it. Now, to be able to communicate, that's quite important. So I had recently a client who had told me that his bank had had an issue and it was resulted in the payment being cancelled. He then was, so bear in mind, hasn't mentioned anything. Uh, we're in a good phase, making good progress. He then, and he was like, yeah, can you send me through a new payment link? Sent him it through, never messaged me back for a few days. He was checking coming up. I could see he was putting stuff on the sheets. So I messaged him like, hey, mate, checking in a few days. Is there any chance I can get an update on above? Hasn't messaged me. And it's been like three weeks. And I'm just guessing he's cancelled. And it's like, oh, well, he could have just messaged me. Hey, mate, yeah. finance is a bit tough. I don't think I'll be able to continue. And I go, mate, it's fine. If I can help you out in any way moving forward, more than welcome. Uh, obviously, the sheets I would have explained to him, kind of the, 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 the like the terms and conditions, and we could have left on a good note. Where now it's a shame because if he was to message in a few months, I'm already going to be a bit like, well, you didn't communicate with me. 
I know we've said before, haven't we? Like, it's it's so easy to just communicate and say, look, mate, I'm struggling with money or, you know, this has happened or whatever it may be. Like, clients are going to move on for whatever reason. Like, we don't expect to coach an individual forever. Like, it'd be nice if, if we could, and especially when you build up really good relationships. But, like, at the end of the day, you're going to have drop-offs. Likewise, you're going to have a lot of new clients as well. Um, but yeah, like just out of common decency, like it's not hard to say, oh, sorry, mate, but da 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 da. Cool. Like, like you say, I'll what I'll always say, and especially if they go about it in the right way, is I'll say, like, I really appreciate that. Thank you for letting me know. Thank you for explaining the reasons why. Like, you've got this amount of day, days until your payment comes out anyway, or until your payment was due. So, you know, we've still got one check in, two check ins. Let's make the most of it. Um, I'm more than happy to set you up moving forwards in terms of what you want to achieve and you can go on your yeah, own exactly. you can do it you as best as possible like, like yeah. you can set yeah, them mate, you, you can help them a lot for long term like, I've had I've had final check-ins that have been like 20 minutes and I'm like right this is what you should do this is when you should do this this yeah. is this and like give them a bit of a blueprint and that can set them up for months or even years like in terms of the basic principles but then you have clients who will just be like they won't message you and you're like right you know you're on your own more yeah. often than not they're the clients that come back six months later, 12 months later, and you're like, oh, yeah, cool. This is the new price. Yeah. They'd have been on the same price before. Like, yeah, we've had that yeah. loads. Yeah, that is a shame. But, yeah, I think it's it's unfortunate. And it's it's like we said, it's that kind of respect. It's that level of, like, when you go into a somewhat of that respectful business and, likewise, kind of relationship between a business, between a coach and a client, there should be that communication. There should be that respect. But, unfortunately, you're not always going to have that. Like Aisha, for example, she's the individual who asked the question. She tells me literally everything, probably too much about her life. But it's good because we have that sort of relationship where she's open, she's upfront, she's honest with me. And uh, and it's where like, I can guarantee if something was to pop up and let's say something like that was to happen, I'd be like, right, well, we can communicate effectively. We can set everything up. But that's because of the relationship we have. Is, you know? um, is Aisha your favorite client? She's my, she my what? She's my... Is she your favorite client? No, I don't have a favorite client. She, she, she asked that to you. <laughs> no, uh, she, put, she put, do you have favorite clients? If so, do you put more effort into them? My answer to that is no, I don't have favorite clients, but I put I put the effort into the ones who put the effort in. I put yeah. more effort into the ones that require more effort because generally the ones that put more effort in require more effort. Yeah, you know I mean? you should, you'd argue and you would say the ones that you put more effort into, you end up liking more and building up a better relationship. Because yeah, they get better results. They want to yeah. progress more. You know, yeah. you you get more invested in them because they want it for themselves. Yeah, exactly. And it's that's hard to get it. invested so, in a client who doesn't want the progress themselves. And you probably want it more than them. And then yeah, it's, it's like... fucking annoying. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> that's something that I think we could probably speak about when we first started coaching, you were PTing, et cetera. You work with people. And I remember more. Very frustrating at the start. Yeah. Yeah. Very at the start. So if any new coaches out there, like you'll probably end up working with people where you'll be more pumped up than, than than them. They might hit a new way and you're like fucking awesome. And they're like, not really asked. Or they might eat off plan and you get frustrated or they might do something different and you end up like you're, you want their results more than them. And that's unfortunately some people you work with and individuals don't end with as well when you've got less clients as well like you obviously want if anything you you want to make sure that everyone does well whereas now like if we have a client like that like who let's say constantly you know goes off plan they're not adhering they're not putting the effort in like we'll just say look if it's not working just sack it off like it's not worth my time it's not worth your money if you're just going to waste the waste that like waste my time waste your time waste your money 
like we'll say to people like you've got two options you either sort yourself out and fucking crack on and actually make some progress and make some changes like you wanted to otherwise you wouldn't have signed up or you just go go you know go our separate ways because it's not worth like my time anymore like yeah. and then like say you get the people who react to that and go oh shit I really need to sort myself out because I'm not. And I always say to people, you're not going to find someone who is going to want to help you as much as, as this. Like, because yeah. most coaches, if you've got a client like that, they'll just be like, yeah, no worries. Like, they won't give a fuck because you're paying them. Yeah. Like, whereas for us, we couldn't give a fuck if you're paying us. If you're not actually putting the effort in, I'd rather you go elsewhere. Like, because mm. it's not worth my time. You're not going to get good results. Along by a coach and says, right, let's focus on this. Let's do this. We've said people just yeah. want a yes man, they want a cheerleader. Yeah. Like that's not what a coach is. No, in my opinion. Unfortunately, though, from a monetary standpoint, we'd actually be better off if we were like that. Yeah, we would. We would make more money because we would have these people. I don't know, think... actually. I don't think we would because I think we're respected for how we are. Yeah, I guess. I think no, not many people sign up and goes, oh, yeah, Reese and Finn are going to be easy. Really nice to me. Like, yeah. no, we're going to tell you how it is. And if you're doing really well, we'll be nice. But if anything, we're going to get you results and we're going to make you build more muscle and be better. We're not just yeah. going to be your, your mate. Like, but that being said, we do end up getting that like, really good relationship with clients because <laughs> they think likewise. I had a client who had 20 plus check-ins and he was like, mate, that's the first time you spoke about my photos in a positive light for more than a couple of minutes. Like, And I was like, oh, mate, that's usually, yeah, usually it's like however many weeks and months, yeah. it's a case of getting all the basics right. Yeah, exactly. You don't need it's to like, go through well, your photos. Yeah. You're not, you're not yeah, you don't need to your, your meal time is off. You, yeah. you, you're at three days of the week. That's more important than me looking at your photos going, yeah, mate, a little bit more exactly. delta this week, you know? And it's, it's part of it. So, yeah, if you want cheerleaders, probably apply elsewhere, guys. Yeah, well. right. We've got, I've got five questions to go through, but I, I literally, I need to go now, really. So I'm okay. going to do, I'm going to do real quick, a, a couple of ones, a few ones, actually. I, I reckon I can get through them pretty quick. Right, this is from Nick Hanna. You know Nick Hanna from Down Under? Down Under. Shout Nick out to Nick. Yeah. Shout out to Nick. <laughs> Down Under. Um, would you ever would you ever have guests on your show? Yes, mate. Yeah. Having uh, Josh on next week. Nick would be a good individual. To yeah, we could get Nick on one time and we could copy his accent. Yeah, exactly. We'd have to allocate the times because he'd be all over the place. Wouldn't oh, the yeah, we would actually. Yeah. Next one, Maca Morris. Let me guess, Josh isn't on this week. <laughs> no, mate, he's not. But yeah. he'll be on next week. And if he's not on next week, then Josh, you, you're fired before you've even started. Yeah. Uh, this is from Eden, EdenB.fit, Mrs. Hazard. Yeah. If you and Reese split up, who takes custody of the podcast? We know that it's me because it's no, my admin, man. admin man. Yeah, that's me. I'm admin man. I told you this before. Yeah, and this is the thing with like Finn. You originally were doing a podcast and it was shit in comparison. You were like, oh, I want to do one with you, mate. So you was, like, was shit. It's just that it's when you do man. a podcast on your own, it's more of an educational podcast. Uh, it's not like you can't you can't you, bounce off someone unless you pretend to be someone else. Realized, realized there's no potential here and thought I'm drafting in Reese because I'm the I'm the glue here. Like you're just the you're the starter. I'm the mate, glue. I'm the one who makes it work. The reason that Josh is coming on is because we're phasing you out. Okay, phasing me out, mate. No one's gonna listen to you. Like hey, I'm... me and Josh, we can call it the Natty Podcast or something, and it'll be fucking massive. I don't know because it's not gonna be MBW, and nothing beats MBW. Yeah, that's it's true. Founded by AJ. Right. So. Final one. Yeah. How much would you? This is from Elio Thirty One. This is quite a good question. Elio, that's one of my clients. Oh, is it? He, he's an individual who applied, and I literally another one who I was like, I have no idea, like that he would ever have listened to the podcast yeah. or. Or asked a question or anything like that, but yeah, he's done awesome so far. 
Really so asked, how much would you have to be paid? Mate, I think he might be giving you a, a proposition here. Oh, how, how much would you have to be paid to coach one client exclusively for a year? What, just him? Maybe. I would so, say it depends who the client is. If it's a if it's a client who's hard work and like really frustrating and not putting the effort in, then I'd want to be paid more than my current wage. Yeah. If it was a client who's really, really good and you know you have a great relationship with they're making loads of progress, yeah. then I'd be paid minimum wage. Yeah. Like just enough to survive. Yeah. Because I love survive, this job. I love this grind. Yeah. Enough to survive petrol and then a bit of like primo and growth on the sides for me. So that'd be it. Yeah, that's enough to survive for you, mate. You can't live without that now. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Being over-reliant on pets. So I'm not yeah. going to say an exact amount, but yeah. Right. I need to go. Fair enough. We'll get through the rest of yours next. <laughs> Beth, before we leave. Beth, question for you. Okay. Okay, you ready? So all your PT clients and all your clients, yeah. if one, one person, like one individual wants to pay you just for you to coach them collectively, yeah, so just them, just them on their own. Yeah. Yeah. How much would that be? Oh, so just a PT and coach one person. They can ask anything from you. They can, they can like literally anything. How much would be the minimum? What would you want per year? Per year. Yeah, so like a yearly. Yeah, like it'd be Wait, so for a whole year. I'm only allowed to coach one. Just person. one, one individual. Yeah. I mean, oh. What would you go with? Would you like? Come on, we need an answer. Um. We need an answer, Beth. Finn needs to go. Um, no, I don't even know why you've asked her. What's three times five? 36. 36 grand. What, 36K? 40K. Right, Elio 31. 40K and Beth's yours. That's yeah. what we're going with. That's that. Anyway, thanks, <laughs> thanks for all the questions. Thanks for the, thanks for the answer, Beth. No worries. Any, any, any questions, any tags, story tags, anything like that is always appreciated on the Once You're In Your Own podcast. And uh, yeah, we'll leave it there. Catch you guys next week.